0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Spirituality of Mental Health, a deep dive into the stigma behind spiritualism and mental health. This is Gloria Mendez. I'm a licensed professional counselor.
1: Hey, everybody. This is Saul, and I am a a spiritualist in Medium.
0: And today is another Freestyle Friday.
1: Yay. (laughs) So today is also February the 16th. Mm-hmm. And I do want to recognize uh, Pamela Coleman Smith's birthday. If you don't know who Pamela Coleman Smith is, she is the original, the OG. The OG. Illustrator for the uh, Rider-Waite tarot deck, which is still used today. Yes. And actually, I still use it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Very popular deck. Very popular. And
0: it's often, it's usually recommended that everybody start with that one yeah um even though there are a a ton of different um decks out there with all different kinds of pretty pictures and stuff like that but it is the og deck um it's It's the template for all other exactly exactly it is the template it is the basic um images and best to learn from Mm mm-hmm um, when you are starting out, um, learning tarot, Correct. um, and learning to work with,
1: um, the decks. So happy heavenly birthday to happy her. Happy heavenly birthday to her. Yes. Uh, today she would have been 146 years old. Goodness. <laughs> God bless her.
0: Um, and such, um, ingenuity and, um, just creativity that she had back then. Yeah. Um, Do you know much about what kind of spurred that development of the Rider-Waite deck?
1: So she was uh, an artist. She was already an artist, Mm -hmm. and uh, she was also a mystic. And she belonged to a fraternity with the brains behind the Rider-Waite tarot deck, which is Arthur Edward Waite, who was also a mystic. Okay. And so they, so he basically, um, they basically, uh, teamed up and he basically wrote it, wrote, wrote the deck and she illustrated it. Gotcha. And, um, they published it under the writer publishing company, which is why we get, have writer weight, uh, tarot deck. And sometimes it's called the writer, uh, the writer weight Smith, uh, tarot deck. So to give her a little bit of acknowledgement. Yeah. Yeah yeah and i i I feel that uh she's really not acknowledged at all like a lot of people don't know who she is right but she plays a a crucial role in you know uh when it comes to spiritual tools and stuff like that because of the illustrations that she has uh made on these cards right you know what i mean because
0: without the illustrations yeah you have nothing
1: right uh, and more importantly, in your tarot decks, by looking at, yeah, the sure, it has a meaning, but in the picture, it goes deeper. Right. And she adds little uh, Easter eggs in them.
0: Right. Exactly. It is like the, the card gives you surface level yeah, things. exactly. But when you look deeper into the card, you do, mm-hmm. it's like an Easter icon. Yeah. You, f- you find more treasures. Right. Uh, and then unco- uncover more information. Correct. Um, and that's part of just learning the process of reading tarot. Yes. Um. So that's that's why it's it's such a, a process and journey, um, in learning that um, that gift. Yeah. Yeah. So kudos to to Pamela and happy heavenly birthday. Yes. And many thanks to to all that you did for us. Exactly. Yeah. Well. Too bad we don't have cake. <laughs> Darn
1: it. I know.
0: You <laughs> can't celebrate a birthday without cake. But we have a candle
1: here. Yeah, we have a couple of candles yeah, here.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay.
1: So how was your week?
0: My week. Um, so my week...
1: Your Valentine's week.
0: My Valentine's week. Oh, I had... <laughs> so my Valentine's week. My Valentine's week was pretty busy. Um, and my Valentine's Day was... Um, was special. Nice. Um, my two sons, um, you know, Valentine's Day, the, the, I think the running meme for single people was, what are you going to do on Valentine's Day? It's a Wednesday. I'm at
1: work. <laughs> <laughs> um, or that, uh, single awareness, single awareness day. day yeah. yeah.
0: So, um, so Wednesday I was at work. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, um, so Um, yeah, (laughs) I, I got a surprise visit. Um, my two sons, um, came to my office and delivered me, um, flowers and chocolates. Very nice. Which meant so much to me because they could have easily done either nothing (laughs) (laughs) or they could have just picked it up and, and waited for me at home. Yeah. Um, but they traveled across town, um, and delivered it to me at the office, um, which made it even more special. So, um, kudos to them for being, um, such wonderful young men, um, and making their mama feel special. Yes. So, um, yeah. And they enjoyed their, their little treasures that I gave them. So, um, very good. All three of us are pretty easy to please. (laughs) Awesome. You may not agree with that <laughs> when it comes to me, <laughs> but that's but, a different story. Exactly. <laughs> but but deep down, um, yeah, it's it's just those little things um, like that that little effort um, that is just so significant. And um, so it was a it's a good week, um, busy week, um, but productive. So no complaints. Good. Was nice. yours?
1: So my Valentine's week was so the shop was uh, was steady. Um, we were not open on Valentine's Day per se, but um, it was pretty steady. I did receive uh, flowers. I saw that picture. <laughs> but that's from an ex, and oh. yes, you can still be friends with your exes. I've heard that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm kidding. Yes. Kind of. <laughs> you can still be yes. friends with
1: an ex. And I'm yeah. actually friends with a couple of exes. Not that I have all these exes, but Right.
0: That song from George Strait, All Your Exes Love in Texas, oh, wasn't yeah. written about you? Uh
1: probably. <laughs> I peaked <beat> the fifth.
0: <laughs> okay. But um that's great that you're yeah. you're still um, you know, friends and, and have been able to evolve yeah. that into that friendship and um you know that says a lot about you and that other person yeah um and the fact that they thought enough about your friendship to send you flowers correct um is is lovely
1: absolutely yeah
0: so good for you yes yeah they were beautiful flowers thank you so um with Mental health being such that it is, I know that um, a lot of people are kind of struggling with with Valentine's Day.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and I know we talked about it. We kind of did like a little cautionary tale right. last week about, you know, um, trying not to get down in the dumps if you don't have somebody. Right. Or, or what. Um, it's more about... Um, being grateful for you know yourself and where you are and um, your purpose in life and there's a time and place for everything um and for a lot of people it's easier said than done um and so a lot of times what we see in the clinic after a holiday like valentine's day is we see like an increase in couples counseling (laughs) Um, we see an increase in individual counseling because people have either broken up mm-hmm. or, um, you know, they they dive into a depression because, um, you know, they felt so alone mm-hmm. on Valentine's Day. Um, and I, I love some of these kinds of events that have evolved like like galentines yeah and and things that celebrate different kinds of relationships besides romantic relationships because that's so very important for people to um remember um that there's more to life than romantic relationships yes romantic relationships are are important If it's important, if you make that important to you, if that's a need for you. Right. Um, But there are a variety of different kinds of relationships. Correct. Um, And it's just a matter of kind of going within yourself and um, figuring out what it is that you need for your life to um, feel whole. Right. You know, is it close friendships that you need? Is it close relationships with your family that you need? Is it close relationships with your
1: um, um, co-workers? Most of the time I say it is the close relationship you need with yourself. Yes. And that's
0: probably the hardest relationship Mm -hmm. for people to
1: work on. But it's also the most important relationship. It is.
0: Because the relationship with self is the foundation for every other relationship that you have. exactly because the way that you treat yourself, the way that you feel about yourself, is the way that you kind of set up every Mm -hmm. other relationship. Because if you feel like you don't deserve much, if you treat yourself like you don't deserve much, then that's what you're going to accept from others. Correct. Um, And so, like, I know part of my work on myself is, you know, Many times throughout the day, I you know say to myself, I know my worth and I don't accept less than. So, in doing that, I put out sort of manifesting that you know those relationships, no matter what kind they are, they're going to satisfy how I feel about myself because I know what I'm worth. Um, and then it makes it easier for me to uphold those boundaries. Right. Um, And it's worked. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's not that you have to copy exactly what I say. It's you've got to find what works for you.
1: Right. I was once told you were born by yourself and you're gonna die by yourself. Sounds very dark, sounds very morbid, but it's the truth. It's a fact. So with that being in my head, that has made me strive for self love, self love, right, and um, wanting the best for myself because I love myself, right? Probably a little bit more than <laughs> you know some people here, but you know what?
0: But it, I think that's a beautiful it's, thing. It's gotten
1: me through hell and back. Let exactly. me tell you.
0: If you can't be the the best love of your life,
1: mm-hmm.
0: then you're screwed.
1: Yeah. Yeah, um,
0: because you're the example.
1: Yeah,
0: um, and which sets
1: you, a standard.
0: Exactly, exactly. Um, because you're going to emulate yeah. that that love right. to other people, and kind of what you said about you're born by yourself and you die by yourself. I actually think that that's a beautiful thing, mm-hmm. um, because when we are by ourselves, we are allowed to be our most authentic mm-hmm. and true version of ourselves. Um, and I know that gives me peace. Yeah. Because there's no need to be
1: anything or but, pretend anything, anything but, but yourself.
0: Yeah. Um, and I know, like, society puts so much pressure on us right. to um, portray.
1: Right.
0: Or uh, pretend to be better than or um, try to be something else. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's, it's like just being our authentic self. Yeah. And, you know, if we could do that every day again, that gives us so much more power. Right.
1: But when you set that mindset of being, you know, being born by yourself, you're going to die by yourself and being authentic, that sets the standard for how others are going to treat you. That sets the, the standard for when and how to put those boundaries down for those people that are going to disrespect you and walk all over you and, you know, treat, treat you a certain way. Because now you're, you're viewing yourself as the epitome of, you know, this is your world. This is your kingdom. This is your, you know, um, and, and you're not settling for less. So therefore you're not going to settle for less in a person. Right. And you're going to, you're going to, you're going to, clear and you're going to protect yourself without even even realizing it but you're going to protect yourself from those narcissists and right. those you know everybody that wants to tear, bring you down and tear you apart
0: right it's like this is my castle yeah invitation only <laughs>
1: yeah
0: um and you know for some people that may sound kind of like stuck up and like narcissistic but it's self-preservation absolutely Um, And if you can't preserve yourself and protect yourself and and love yourself enough to weed out those people that are not good for you, then you're not living life. And
1: those same people that are saying, you know, you're stuck up and you're being selfish and you're, you know, you're being this and you're being that, those are the same exact people you might need to watch out from. Right. Because, you know, these are the same people that may have too much access to you anyway. Right. These are the same people that are the ones that are going to bring you down and, you know, right. all that stuff. And, you know, if you're that person that's calling somebody else that, you might need to take a better Re- look at re-evaluate. yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Why is it right. that you
0: have these right. opinions of this person? Right. Is it that, you know... What they're doing right. is something that you feel like you should be doing, right. and you're maybe a little bit. Because if jealous. somebody's
1: somebody's putting a boundary on you, right, that is a red flag for you to, and you need to reevaluate that. Right. Because birds of a feather really do flock together. So if I'm vibrating higher, meaning that I'm, you know, I'm loving myself a hundred and ten percent, you're loving yourself a hundred and ten percent, you and I are gonna vibe, right? Yeah, because we're not gonna settle for less, exactly. but. You know, if you're not vibrating high and you're, you know, not liking the fact that I said no or I, I, I you know, uh, rescheduled something with you or whatever, you're not going to like it. You're going to be mad at me. Hey, you know what? That's your issue. That's your problem. Right. I'm going about my day. Exactly. Peacefully.
0: <laughs> Peace out, sister. Yeah.
1: So. <laughs> right. yeah. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um. Because that, there's a saying that... um things that we don't like about somebody else are usually the things that we don't like about ourselves yeah um it's it's a mirror image so we really have to kind of when when we find somebody that really irritates us we have to really take a close look at ourselves and it's like you know why is it? That this person is
1: irritating. Oh, wait. Because I'm the same way. Well, and, and it may not even be that. It just might be the energy that person is bringing. Because right. I know... I mean, I I don't consider myself by any means. And if you know me, then you know I'm not conceited. I'm not stuck up. Right. But if your energy isn't right, I'm only going to stay about two seconds around you before I, you know, I bounce. Right. Right. And
0: yeah. that's okay. Exactly. No. I mean you're not conceited you have good self-love and good boundaries and you protect your energy which is the total right thing to do right um there's a total difference yeah between the two two
1: aspects but yeah exactly but the point is you know it's okay to not be around somebody not because they're irritating you, but because if their energy is super low, because then you turn you then then there's this whole thing about energy vampires. Right. Then if you're like, okay, well, you know, I got to be around this person. I have no choice, and they're irritating me. At the end of the day, you're gonna be flustered. At the end of the day, you're just you. You're gonna be drained. You're gonna be uh, frustrated, flustered, and you're just you know gonna want to go home and probably just crash out right or get drunk i don't know which of, which, which <laughs> of the two but you're depends gonna depends on your coping skills, right right but you can pr- still protect yourself if you got to be around somebody family coworkers whoever by placing those boundaries right exactly
0: and i know like so in my, my profession in in dealing with you know counseling and things like that um like for the first upteen years, um, I would find myself like strung out at the end of the day, like just going home and crashing because people would suck the energy out of me because yeah. I didn't have those boundaries right. and whatnot. Um, but now being a seasoned clinician and, you know, supervising young clinicians and things like that, I, you know, I myself, like, if I find a, if I have a client that doesn't respect my boundaries and is an energy vampire and they're not doing what they need to be doing, then I refer them to another Mm -hmm. therapist. Like, I'm not their right fit. Mm-hmm. and that's in my best interest and in their best interest because I can't be there for them
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and so I teach that to my clinicians yeah. as well I'm yeah. like if you're like exhausted at the end of 53 minutes there's a problem there
1: right
0: like you're either not setting boundaries um, or something we need to talk about what's going on um, right because it's it's easy when somebody is coming in, um, and it, it not isn't necessarily intentional with people that come in with like they've been going through mm-hmm. lots of different traumas, like victims of sexual assault, and it, maybe it's fresh. Yeah, like you can't help but be a energy vampire. Like they need for somebody to listen and it's draining. But at the same token, you still have to set those boundaries. Right.
1: So I know I get a lot of, I, I've gotten a lot of people. So what I, you know, I, I'm in a room all day with reading people and a lot of low energy people basically. Um, and I've been asked a few times, how do you do it? How do you do it? Well, I've, and, and past podcasts i've talked about how i ground myself and how i stay grounded but um that also gives me the strength to be in that room all day with these low vibrating energies and uh you know there's those spiritual tools like um incenses and and florida water which i -hmm. I rely on a lot to help get me through the day you know what i mean because i've been in sessions where they're really super heavy um because I, I do mediumship readings as well so not am I not only am I getting the hard uh, heavy energy from the living sometimes these spirits that I communicate with are also heavy, heavy yeah so um, just learning lear- learning how to cleanse yourself and protect yourself throughout the day you know and if you got to be, you know, on the down low about it, there's ways of doing it. Excuse yourself, go to the restroom and cleanse yourself. And, you know, just go to your car and do it. Step outside, you know, take a breather. It's okay to do all that. In fact, I would think you would do all that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But you have those spiritual tools of cleansing yourself. And I'm doing that throughout the day and I'm doing it in front of them. You know what I mean? And a lot of them don't know what I'm doing, but a lot of them are like, they'll be, am I that heavy? And I always tell them, no, it's not for, it's for me, you know, which it is, but. Right. So if you're probably listening to this podcast, (laughs) now you know it was you. (laughs) It's always us. (laughs) So, but yeah, it's just learning how to um, cleanse yourself and protect yourself throughout the day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I know. I
0: keep, uh, I got one of those um, little travel spray bottles. From Walmart, and I put Florida water in it, so I keep it in my purse, yeah. and I I have one in my work backpack, yeah. and so like I just spray it
1: like I'm spraying yeah. perfume. I made a uh. So if you're following me on TikTok, then you've seen the video oh, yeah. that I made, how yeah. to cleanse yourself, um, with the Florida water. Mm-hmm. And if you if you haven't uh seen it yet, uh, I encourage you to see it because you know you may learn a thing or two. Yes. Yeah,
0: I mean, if you're not following um, the Reading Room Botanica's TikTok, you yeah. need to yes. because there is a lot of beneficial videos right. on there.
1: Right. Right.
0: Um, Saul is doing a great job thank of um, teaching and sharing his knowledge um, with the world. So
1: thank you, I appreciate it, and there's more to come. So oh yeah, yeah. Keep following.
0: Yeah, I'm so glad you got on
1: TikTok. I know. I wonder thank who pushed you, you to that. <laughs> I wonder. I
0: wonder. I'm a pushy person, <laughs> but it's only for your good. Right,
1: right. <laughs> um, so I do want to bring back the topic about being friends with exes. Okay. Um, because a lot of what we're talking about, and then being that it was just Valentine's Day, is being friends with exes. Friends with exes. So uh if you guys are uh i'm not now let me just be clear i'm not friends with all my exes but the majority i, was I gonna am. say
0: if you are you should write a book you'd <laughs> and, and be rich
1: um but it's just having that you know even during the relationship there was always boundaries mm-hmm. and and so if you have boundaries from the get-go um it's gonna help either make it or break it it's gonna break it really quick so you're not wasting you know i find that you're not so you're not wasting your time right but if it lasts then you're developing some some friendship there
0: i would think that if it's a solid relationship i mean solid relationships start as friends um And friendship is the foundation of a relationship um, that turns romantic. Right. Um, So I think that would probably be um, one of the defining factors of being able to remain friends Mm -hmm. um, with an ex. Um, I think maybe if um, a relationship kind of started out very fast without like building that foundation, um, it would lend itself to
1: maybe Like, just burning out. Without having those boundaries. Exactly. So, so it's everything. Boundaries are key to... Yeah. It's going to make things and break things. Right. So, it's definitely something that you should have with everything. Even within yourself. Right.
0: I mean, and with boundaries, I think boundaries go hand-in-hand with communication.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. That's key. Yeah.
0: And, you know, communication... And what's even
1: keyer is consistency right
0: and that's tough for some people yeah um
1: but then that's why they're in these failed situations exactly
0: um and so there's a lot of different defining factors for the reason why there's the inconsistency and the communication and the the lack of communication or, or whatnot. Um, and again, it it goes back to, um, kind of taking stock of your, your personal history of relationships, you know, um, starting from, you know, like middle school, high school, you know, how, how did you learn to be in a relationship? How did you allow people to treat you? What what were your boundaries? How, you know, how how did you define a relationship?
1: Um, well, I believe your first relationships start with your parents. True. Um, or your caregivers. Right.
0: Family of origin is right. where you learn relationships. Uh-huh. And so, again, it, you know, it, it really boils down to... Um, Shadow work Um, because a lot of people don't have healthy relationships with family members Mm -hmm. or have had traumatic events, you know, early divorce, um, death in families, um, domestic violence, um, absent family members, um, just not good representation of what a healthy relationship is. Um, and so going into and growing into adolescence and high school and, you know, getting those hormones and, and exploring relationships, it's like you kind of just go with societal norms and, and what other people, your friends, tell you. And it's not always the best.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just, I mean, every situation is different because sure. I know that there there have been toxic relationships with certain family members, but then with other family members, it's good. Right. And oh, it, it's healthy and it's stable and it's consistent. Um, so, I mean, it, every situation is different, but if you're coming from an environment where it's all toxic, right. then yeah, I would definitely recommend uh, some type of shadow work because when a relationship, if you're having a relationship with part of your family that is healthy then the communication there is going to be there and you're going to be able to voice your opinions and get some type of knowledge on why these other people or this other person is the way that they are and and that's just a learning experience for you right and you're going to grow up not you're going to grow up knowing that not everybody is that way but again if you're coming from a an entire you know a venom of snakes i mean a, a Right. group of snakes and you're gonna know or rather you're not gonna know how to handle that because you're gonna think everybody's that way right so i mean you just kind of have to exactly just individually just and that's and that's what i do here when i'm with with um with my clients it's it's an indig- individual basis right
0: and that's what we do a lot yeah. of, of work in in counseling is is going backwards and and figuring out how people learned
1: yeah. the
0: the skills that right. they're, they're using now, um, and if they're not good skills, like retraining them on on better skills. You know what is it that you want, and how do we get you yeah. to get that? Right. Um, because what you're doing now isn't getting you that.
1: Right. So yeah. So it's it just it varies from person to person.
0: True. Very true. Um, and it's just a matter of you know um people coming to the um conclusion that I'm tired of being in these types of relationships mm-hmm. um and I want help yeah because I can't do it on my own yeah um or my friends aren't helping me enough
1: <laughs> right then you need better friends <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> um but yeah you know i, I and every day it's it's I see that here every day where um, people are like, what am I doing wrong?
0: Right.
1: Or, you know, I'm scared to repeat the same mistake, so I'm keeping one arm distant from that person. That's not good either, though. Right, right. Yeah. It, it just comes back to you. You know, sometimes, you know, you don't need to be dating anybody. Date yourself. Right. Take yourself out to the movies. Take yourself out to dinner. And there's a lot of people that can't do that. True. Um, True. You know, so, but step by step. It's all steps. Baby steps. You know what I mean? Right. So I tell a lot of people, you know what? Take a drive by yourself. Get in your car and take, your, take a look, you know, drive around the city by yourself. Start there. And if you can, you know, turn on the radio if you want, sing along, do whatever you got to do, listen to our podcast, do whatever you got (laughs) to do, but then, you know, so you're doing that by yourself. So what is your next step going to be? Right. Because now you can be by yourself. Right. In that solitude. Right.
0: And that's so important. I mean, that's, it goes back to like self-love is, um, being comfortable with solitude. Right. Um, being okay, just being by yourself. Yes. Like, loving that solitude, loving the fact, or looking forward to being by yourself and doing something that you love to do. Yeah. Um, that's a huge win. Right. Um, because that lets you know that you're comfortable in your own skin. Yeah,
1: absolutely. But also... Like I said, take yourself on dates. Don't just stay home by yourself, you know, because then you're going to get so used to that that you're not going to want to do anything. You're not going to want to go out. You're not going to want to go on. You're not going to want to meet anybody and go on dates. And, you know, which was a whole point of this. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you just have to g- gauge and just kind of like, okay, well, what are your goals? What do you want to do?
0: Right.
1: I want to be in want to be in a stable, cons- you know, lovingly, uh, affectionate, consistent relationship. Okay, well, these are the steps. Right. But if you're just bitter because nothing's worked out for you, and now you're going to shut down, right? And stay home, that's not good for you either. Exactly. So it still comes down to you. Right. I feel like you're lecturing me. <laughs> well, if that's what you feel, then you need to work on that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, anyway. I'll, I'll tell my therapist. <laughs> yeah, tell your therapist.
0: No. My therapist and I are already working on... Uh, we have a treatment plan. Thanks. Good. Yes.
1: <laughs> good.
0: You're off the hook.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this time, right? This
0: time, yes.
1: Um, but yeah, you know, definitely, uh, let, you know, you come first. Love yourself. Let your... Let you, you know, um, take yourself out. Um, get to know yourself.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, like I said, you know, the the... The affirmation or you know reminder that I, I tell myself um, definitely has moved me forward in that process yeah. of of self love and being because I've always been independent um, and probably right. too independent
1: yeah um, and that takes us to another
0: that that's a totally different yeah. podcast um, you know because there's that that flip side of You know, I'm so independent. I don't need anybody. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't discount the fact that I've been that person. Um, but, um, you know, the whole, you know, I know my worth and having that boundary of, I won't accept less than, um, but being open to as well. Um, and it's just a matter of looking and listening.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so again, patience.
1: And patience is a virtue. It
0: is. It's a virtue. And, um, all my life, I've never been a patient person. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something- And you struggle
1: with it now.
0: I struggle with it hardcore now. <laughs> Um, and I think I struggle with the hardcore now because of just the, more of the position that I'm in, business wise. Um, but see, but I, that's not an excuse for personal wise, right? So I, I'm learning that, Good. and I'm learning to separate yeah. that.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so um, it's, it's it's detaching. You know, I I can be impatient. At work because of deadlines that are necessary, Right. Um, but I can be patient personally.
1: That's hard. It is. That's a big. Uh...
0: But it's 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 doable.
1: It's doable, and, and
0: it's just a matter of putting in the work, and the work is is mental work. Yeah. Um, and it's just you know again like doing the affirmations, doing the talking to myself, making. Um, those mental notes. You do know? you meditate? I do meditate.
1: How often do you meditate? Every day. Okay. Every day.
0: Yeah. I don't meditate for a long time because I'm ADHD and the squirrel. Mm. <laughs> um, but I do meditate.
1: Um, I. So I, you're not really fully meditating though then?
0: So I don't... So like when we meditated those two times like... That was that was fun um, that's harder for me. Um, I do more guided meditations. I have to have like more direction um, but I do like a couple of times a week do like more like just like drumming music and just let myself go
1: down. That's what you need to do more. Yeah. And, and because I, I, guided meditation is fine. Right. Is that really meditation? I don't see it as, as a true meditation because you're still focusing on the world when you need to be focusing within. Right. So I'm not saying don't do that, but right. you need to incorporate those other where you kind of lose yourself. Right. Because that's where you're truly going to find your baseline for your spirituality.
0: No, I get it. I get it. Um, and so I use the guided meditation as a form of helping me work on my visualization. Because mm-hmm. I have a really hard time with visualizing.
1: You don't journal? I journal. You used to
0: have a hard time with it? I have a hard time like visualizing. Like when I close my eyes and I try to go down into meditation, you know, I want to visualize things and I have a really hard
1: time doing that. Mm. I know. Yeah, you. um, Anytime I I, uh, meditate, I lose myself completely. Like I'm not even here. And I think maybe that's why I'm so grounded. Grounded. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um and also why I feel my spirit spiritual gifts to be on point. On uh, yeah, strong. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Definitely.
0: And I do that
1: and I do that every day. Um I mean I feel like I have to but it's also part of my routine now. Right. You know. Yeah. For doing it for so many years. Exactly. So yeah. You are
0: quite a few years ahead of me.
1: (laughs) Spiritual wise.
0: Yes. I am older. (laughs) I am older, but spiritual wise, you're ahead of me.
1: But yeah, um, you have to put your, even that, even your spiritual is, is putting that in front of everything. So it's just putting yourself in front of everything. Right.
0: And, and that's not being selfish. That's, being self sufficient, I think.
1: Being self sufficient, absolutely. And again, if somebody has a problem with you being self sufficient or putting yourself first, then you need to reevaluate that relationship because, it, like I said, it might be those same people that have too much access to you.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. If somebody can't respect the fact that you have rituals or routines that you do that you feel are necessary for your growth and personal journey and well-being then yeah you need to evaluate whether or not they need to be in your life yeah yeah Yeah. i mean it's the same thing as you know people that go to the gym every day and like that's their form of meditation Mm -hmm. like if they're involved with somebody that pitches a fit because they go to the gym every day they're gonna be like okay i I can't have you in my life because you're cramping my style like this is this is my time
1: yeah
0: same process
1: yeah so and to your point that was my routine for many many years doing both going to the gym every day and still doing my meditations so you know that was very and I miss that like I said I don't go to like I've told you before I'm not going to the gym every day anymore but I do want to start I'm still trying to get that going
0: right right
1: (laughs) um but those two that's that is uh the most grounding thing you can do because not only it's your self-care it's your it's it's everything it's your self-care it's your spiritual care um right and that's just you know after all that who can take you down right
0: Exercise is a different form of meditation.
1: Right. Right.
0: It's active meditation.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. When we, um, in therapy, we talk about uh, mindfulness. Um, and so we talk about like meditation. And for those that can't or have difficulty with just like sedentary mind, um, meditation um we ask them to do active meditation mm. like like going for a walk mm-hmm. or um you know swimming or you know going for a jog yeah. um something that they can lose themselves yeah in.
1: i do the same here i recommend that as well Although I don't use those terms because that's too, you know, for some people that's a little too much, mm-hmm. um, but I, I, I call it an outlet to them. For them, I, I'll say, hey, you know what? You need a new outlet or you need to find an outlet by mm-hmm. doing this, by doing that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I was going to say something to that, but I lost okay. it.
0: It's okay. But I mean, that just, again, reiterates the fact of how, how spirituality and mental health kind of just are integrated yeah. um over and over again. Right. You know, we say we typically use the same types
1: of techniques. We just use different words. Yeah. Exactly. And I'll have people say, Yeah, it's funny because I've been thinking about that or it's been coming to me to do that, but yet you're not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> do it. Be confident with that. Be confident with what you're getting with you know you may think that they're thoughts but they could be messages right mm-hmm. you know um so don't ignore them don't ignore it by all means don't ignore them do what you know if you feel it do it
0: right exactly um yeah those are those are very um poignant messages um especially like dreams mm-hmm. um. I know that I have very specific dreams, Um, and I remember you you telling me that if you remember them, that those are messages, so, yeah, the ones that I remember, I'm like, okay, point taken. Mm.
1: But anyway, so I hope you guys enjoyed our podcast this week. Yeah. I
0: enjoyed it. (laughs) I thoroughly enjoyed it. I okay. had a good time talking with you today. Good.
1: Thank you. It's yeah. Likewise.
0: Yeah. I think we covered some really good um, information, Yeah. Um, hopefully helpful information for people. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if you are ready to start a counseling journey, you can go to elliementalhealth.com, type in your zip code, and you'll find the closest Ellie to you. Um, we've got two locations here in San Antonio. We offer um, individual family, couples, and group therapy, um, insurance, private pay, sliding scale, and we even have free counseling. Um, so give us a call.
1: And uh, like I said earlier, we're on TikTok, so be sure to look us up, like us, love us, yes. and uh, follow us. Uh, Reading Room Botanica, and also um, based here in San Antonio, Texas. so. If you want to come in for a reading, if you want to come in for a cleansing, um, or you're just shopping for spiritual goods, be sure to swing by. We are in the heart of Southtown, downtown, south of downtown San Antonio. Um, we are also on Facebook and Instagram, so give us, a, you know, give us a shout out, send us a message, uh, send us a text. All of our our information are on all of our. Uh, platforms. Yes. Um, if you have any questions or suggestions about topics, uh, DM us, text us, and uh, you will remain anonymous. Exactly.
0: Oh, and I also want to give a shout out to our listeners in India. Um, I got a message that we are trending high in india so thank you for that thank you to all the listeners in india
1: yes keep listening we have more to come
0: yes thank you to our uh global listeners yes so until next time
1: take care of you bye